Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast. I am John, my co-host is Andy, and again, this is a special bonus episode because we're discussing something that might be considered spoilery to you. It's not any spoilers about this season, it's actually only casting spoilers about a future season. Uh, it's been leaked on Twitter that there is a certain casting gimmick for an upcoming season, and if that's the sort of thing you don't want to hear about, now would be a good time to stop this podcast so that you don't have to hear it. And we already got your download! Fantastic! (laughs) And I think I've given you a sufficient amount of time to have hit stop by now, unless you're really old and you have arthritis, and no offense to those of you that do, we appreciate your download. Big ups to the arthritis people! Thanks for figuring out what podcasts are. (laughs) Exactly. Congratulations (laughs) to you for figuring out podcasts. Anyway. But yes, there's a big rumor about uh, season 32, not even the next season, Well, the season from now. It might be the next season because there's also the rumor that they'll switch it up, but go ahead. Yeah. All returnees with a special gimmick, and as soon as they talk about either any kind of gimmick, and especially returnee gimmicks, you and I just start salivating at making our own show. The emails fly fast and furious, and uh, that's what they did here. A And we should credit the person that's spoiling this, or is claiming to spoil this. It's at Redmond Survivor on Twitter. That's at R-E-D-M-O-N-D Survivor. Uh, he was the one that broke this news. He's been fairly accurate with these things in the past, so we're going to go ahead and believe that he's accurate this time. And uh, he gave the very specific rules that they'll be doing. There's actually going to be a voting portion of this. America is going to get to vote, possibly even Canada. Good luck to you, Andy. I probably won't. No, I probably won't. What we're going to do is we're going to have a list of options, meaning we, the viewing audience, will have a list of options that we can vote for to vote people onto this upcoming season. Uh, The list is only going to be players that have never returned for a season of Survivor and that did not win their first season. This is basically going to be a second chances season. Without further ado, Andy and I cannot possibly resist the opportunity to cast this ourselves. And we're going to do it the same way they're going to do it. Five men, five women each, two tribes of ten. Andy's going to have a tribe. I'm going to have a tribe. And at the end, you guys can tell us who had the better tribe. And if you want, uh, I encourage it could be a fun game for yourself. Pause the podcast uh, right now and just write down who you think John's going to draft because you're probably going to nail it. You will probably get a good seven of my picks. Yeah, he's always drafting losers who have never won to come back before. So finally, this is you. And you know, to previous listeners of our other uh, fan casts, we often have gimmicks like vetoes and all that. No, no, no. Uh, John has to live with his uh, pick. Gets to live with his picks. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what we'll just do is we'll just alternate picks. As anybody who's familiar with fantasy drafting style, that's how we're going to do it. And I am graciously giving the first pick to you, John. You're so very kind. And uh, just to clarify, we are not going to alternate men and women. We're just going to grab whoever we want, whenever we want. We're just going to alternate picks. So first overall pick for me, I'm going to take John Cody from Blood vs. Water. Off the board already. Why John Cody? Well, A, he's a handsome man, Andy. Uh, B, 
Agreed. Yes. He has potential. And, you know, certainly I would hate for him to not make repeat appearances on Survivor because God knows Candace certainly has, and that's his wife. So I'd like for the Cody household to have the Survivor record for uh, appearances, and they can almost catch Boston Rob and Amber. This would tie them up. This would tie them would up. Would it? Because a- a- Amber's got two. Oh, no, you're right. Amber was actually on a season before she was on. <laughs> you, you forget, because she was forgettable until she won. Okay, so John Cody is off All the right, board. wow. You weren't expecting that one, were you? No, I was expecting his season to be heavily uh, represented here. Not by him. But, you know, I, I don't hate it. I uh, I think he showed a spark there, but more than that, he's shown a decent level of understanding and intelligence uh since then, what talking about Survivor. I think he kind of gets it, and the gimmick did not do well by him. So, sure, John Cody. You can have him. All right. Well, you get two in a row here. All right. So I am going to lead off with my, you know, top pick overall. want to make sure I get some star power in here. And uh, Vetus. Okay. Uh, wow. Two, two picks, two blood versus water people. Yeah, and again, I'm shocked. It's like, uh, uh, John Cody wasn't in my top two of males from the Blood vs. Sweater season. But they really did a great job casting that season, and I think Vetus was the early standout. Um, and much like Cody, he kind of got burned a bit by the concept. He might have done a lot better if he didn't have to follow his you know, brother's advice. I think he could very easily be a star in this format, and I also think it's a high chance that he is the kind of person that will really be coming back for this season. Okay. Who's your second pick? Like, you think, uh, you think they're gonna, like, try to get, a, like, Vetus? Do you think he's on the short list? Uh, I think there's a good possibility. If there's, if there's voting and they're giving us the opportunity to vote, I feel like he'll be one of the options. Alright. Uh, for my second pick, I'm probably just going to try and uh, snake you here. Uh, and also, we don't want to just go with recency. You know, a fear that was in, you know, immediately thrown out as soon as people talked about the draft was, it's just going to be, you know, everybody from new seasons. And maybe that fear was you responding to Red Mid as soon as you mentioned it. Uh, so I do want to dig back a bit in the past, and I'm going to go all the way back to Survivor China. And I, I think somebody who deserves another chance is PG. <sighs> that was on my list. Okay. And part of it is I think she was a bit top of mind this uh, most recent episode of Survivor in that she got a raw deal by the show making her look dumb for throwing a challenge when throwing a challenge was exactly the right thing to do. So let's bring her back and see what happens. All right. Okay, so I'm up for two in a row. And I got to scratch PG off my list. I will take... Morgan McLeod. And, and why do you think Morgan McLeod would make such fantastic television, John? Uh, I think she clearly had a mind for the game. Um, she was a hard worker. She would have fit right in on the Blue Collar Tribe this season. Um, she, oh, you can remember all of her great moments. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm struggling to remember them now, but I know they're in there somewhere. Um, well, there was the preseason photo shoot. Yep. yep. There was, was that. her Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there might have been a few slow motion shots. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Morgan. No further explanation needed. What quick question? Do you think she'll wake up for her nap in time to attend the season? Mm, 
I don't care. Let's just say she's not being cast to be my winner. All right. And uh, so for my next pick, I will take... I'm trying to snake you because I'm I'm worried. I have some picks that I just... You're not taking them anyway, so I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just going to let them sit there for a while. That might be all ten of your picks, <laughs> by the way. You're very true. I'm going to take Jason from Samoa. We've actually picked him before when we did one of these drafts. And I think I said it then. Anybody that was on a season with Russell Hance in Samoa did not get a whole lot of airtime. I'm going to give Jason a second chance. Yeah, we might be the only you know, Jason fans in the world. <laughs> I, I like when people don't fit into stereotypical molds, and I feel like Jason is one of those people. All right, uh, so now I've got a couple here. And uh, I'll lead off with actually who was my top-ranked female. I just figured you wouldn't take her, but now I'm worried that you might just bother me, and that'd be uh, Sierra Easton. Again, she feels like somebody who the show is aiming uh, to bring back. They She was featured pretty well in Blood vs. Water, and this seems to be Blood vs. Water 2, uh, the season that we're casting here. Yeah, seriously, what is with this casting? You're the one that went off the board with John Cody. <laughs> Listeners to our original season knew that, uh, yeah. Sierra was my, you know, Shireen at the time. Only, you know, one with success. And so let's see if she can. <laughs> yeah? How far did she make it five again, Andy? Um, actually, mm-hmm. I think five, right? Five, I think, yes. Uh, but, you know, in her favor, she did not have endless clips of people talking about how annoying she was. So, Sierra. Not that we saw. Uh, we'll see how she does it another time out. Uh, and then to join her, I'm just going to go for more star power here because that does not seem interesting to you at all. And uh, let's bring back the young lad, Spencer Bledsoe. Sounds great. Just so you know, neither of those were on my list. You should know that about me. They were totally safe. All right. Uh, so I'm up again for two more. And I'm going to go with Chelsea Meisner. Oh, you actually did snake me! From One World. My tribe's gonna be so ugly now. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you might catch a theme, Andy, when you go to write the post up for this one. Um, I'm gonna win this poll, just so you know. Uh, phrasing. And, <laughs> and again, in an effort to snake you, I have others on my list that I, I think are more safe than this. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab Andrew Savage right here. I, he was on my list, but you know. I'm just happy. I'm just happy that Savage is finally coming back. Yeah, that's one of those things that we can just be magnanimous about. Like, Andrew Savage is coming back every Yeah, and, you know, especially our friend Matt. Uh, I think we've, yeah, done about three or four fantasy drafts now where Savage could have come back and we're just like, yeah! Also, an honorable mention to Andrew Savage. But this one almost seems like it's perfectly designed. Like, these are the circumstances almost in which probes could bring his buddy Savage back. Matt, it's your time, buddy. Your time to shine, leader of the Savage fan club. In a normal, like, just big all-stars, there's always somebody that's a better Savage. You know, somebody who fits the alpha male role more, like, had more success. I mean, Savage didn't even make the jury his season. But in this, where it's like, no winners, no, you know, nobody who's already come back, he's gotta be closer to the top of the list. And the nice advantage of why I, I should've, I, I should've taken him last pick, or the pick before, is you you got yourself an old guy that isn't an, an old. That's guy. right, exactly. Uh, I, like I'm looking at my old guy options. And I'm like, well, Shireen actually posted a picture of him. 
Jesus, the man looks just phenomenal. He's like 50 years old. He looks great. Yeah, him and Probst, they uh, share beauty tips, <laughs> I guess. Well, I better get an attractive woman in here. Although, actually, uh, another reason why I, I know we both were uh, eyeing PG for this is uh, she's looking uh-huh. pretty good lately. Uh, yes, she is. She started tweeting recently, perhaps because somebody contacted her <laughs> or not in casting. Uh, we don't know anything about that, by right. the way. Uh, and yeah, yeah, uh, PG's uh, looking good. So, but obviously she's not your typical eye candy, and you know every season needs a little bit of that. So I'm gonna go with Aaron Lobdell from uh, Token Jeans. Oh, she was actually my replacement if you had snaked one of my other picks. So I'm totally in support of that one. Yeah, I had Chelsea ranked higher than her because, and I just didn't grab her because I didn't think you were into Chelsea. She's just a little too obviously attractive for you. But she was my Chelsea replacement, so this worked out well for me. Yes, yeah, so they're all in there. Uh, and what I like about Aaron, besides the fact that she is an attractive woman is uh she still seems to have a bit of a head for the game. She's been on Rob's podcast multiple times in the past little while. So I think she's still, you know, interested in Survivor. And that's one thing I do want to cast her. You know, we're not, you know, setting the rules. It's like, you know, they must be attainable. But I think you and I are both kind of consciously avoiding people that really are never going to come back. Yeah, we should lay out that there's basically, well, there's two that we discussed beforehand. Like, Colleen and Greg from season one are not coming back. Just, we're not going to pick them. And another person who's not coming back is uh, that the show would probably want would be Elizabeth Hasselbeck, but you and I would yeah, we wouldn't want. pick her anyway. Uh, Although, you know, if you're trying to get America to vote, that would probably do it. I don't know if they'd vote in favor or not, but <laughs> get America to vote. Um, one half of America would probably vote in big numbers. <laughs> it, this kind of pains me, but should we leave Taj out as a potential... Returnee for this? Does she have too much going on? Uh, that's a decision that you get okay. to make. Uh, I, I, I have her on my list, but that's mostly just so I could cut and paste her over uh, <laughs> into your list, which so far I've only done with one person. Oh, not two, actually. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, like, I think Taj at the level where it's like, who knows? It's probably not. But with those three, you definitely know they're not coming back. I don't think Brad Culpepper legally can come back, although, again, not somebody we would cast, so... Oh, we're going to have to shoot down Jeff Probe's suggestions. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we're trying to keep it somewhat realistic, but, you know, if you guys want to email us and, like, so-and-so said they're never coming back, there's levels to this, people. There's a lot of people who say they're never coming back that, hey, look at that, that person's back on Survivor, so, you know. Yeah, it's the preemptive, like, oh, you know, I would never date that person. Then you find out the person's interested, and it's like, well, you know, now that I know this, I'll consider it. Whereas we know Colleen's not coming back, because if she was ever coming back, she would have by now. Yes. And believe me, CBS would be knocking down that door, like, Colleen, you want to do it? Here, sign right here, now. First off... (laughs) It's like they've already expended a massive amount of resources in the private detectives that it took to find yeah. her. All right, so uh, there we go. Uh, Aaron is um, my first pick, and I uh, do I have another one, or is that you do? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, oh, see, I kind of feel like I need my old man. Oh, phrasing. <laughs> but you know what? I'll wait a spot, and um, I'll just bring back another favorite of mine. It's time for Ian to come back. Wow, oh, you're going to get that. So I reeled in, Matt, you're taking uh, Emma's vote here. 
Yeah. And look, this isn't just to make Emma uh, feel better about me that, you know, I didn't vote for her favorite person in the cha- in, in our tournament. Uh, I've always liked Ian, and I don't feel like his decision to stand, stand down in a 12-hour challenge is, you know, quittable material. It's finding a way to turn a loss into a victory in the most weird way possible. <laughs> a loss into a bronze medal, you mean? Yes. Which apparently was important to him. I don't know. You know but... I, I want to see how he's doing. I want to see how he, I want to see Ian back in this game because he was pretty good at it. He just wasn't as good as the god Tom Westman. Yeah, and and that's fair because that's a high bar. So good luck to him if he comes back. All right, I'm I'm feeling like I should give you one of my predictable ones just because I mean you know it's coming anyway. But again, I don't think that you would take him. But you did mention that you might have your old man pick coming. So I'll go ahead and grab Bob Dog here, just to be safe, because you know I cannot resist bringing back Bob Dog from Survivor Panama, most famous for <laughs> taking a big old number two in the Charmin Outhouse of Panama. Just it's 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 a really it's a shame that Bob Dog has decided not to be involved in this age of social media. Like he was in like you know web. 1.0, but then he's just like, yeah, I guess he moved on with his life. Yeah, that, but I bet if the phone rang, he'd find time for Survivor. How right? good would Bob Dog be on Twitter, though? I bet he would be great. I mean, the only thing I can see that he wouldn't be good at Twitter is the 140 characters. <laughs> he's a little too verbose, you're saying? Yeah, but you know what? Link it to your blog, man. I'm okay. I just, I need some Bob Dog in yep, my life. Same here. All right. Uh, trying to decide if I should draft my last male or if I should uh move on and I I feel like though that for the the three ladies that I have left your odds of picking them are pretty slim actually I think your odds of picking the last male on my list are pretty slim but I'll do the last male anyway phrasing Pete bro Yurkowski is my guy pick Pete bro from uh Survivor Philippines why? Uh, Andy, as I, as I mentioned earlier, you're going to be compiling the post for this, and you're going to be putting up photos of our uh, cast that we drafted. Uh, you'll see. I'll just put it that way. Do you think our listeners are that shallow, John? Do you think so little of them? Do I think people on the internet are that shallow? Is that what you're saying? Do I think people on the internet will judge things based strictly on appearance? How dare I suggest such a thing? And that is clearly why Amanda is winning our tournament. <laughs> but she's up against Parvati. Exactly. So, so you're up. Well, now I don't have to pick good dudes. You you filled your slots. <laughs> I can just let that sit. So uh, let's grab another lady. And um, let's see. What's my mix? I've got some younger women, probably you know, right in the thirty. Uh, some in their thirties. I, I need an older lady. And I'm gonna go with uh, Trish Haggerty from Kagiyan. All right. My worry in drafting Trish is that she will starve to death on Helen. Malnutrish. Yes. But I think she was a good presence. I think, uh, you know, she played a pretty good social game. She surprised us in that we underrated her early in the season. And I'd like to see how she'd do without, you know, Tony constantly throwing things off <laughs> her. So, let's see. You've got, oh, you got one, two. If we're going to be generous and call token teens in early season, we've got three early season picks from you. Nice recency bias you got going, Andy. Right. I've had four people. Uh, China is not all that recent, and Token Jeans is a lifetime ago. 
Token Cheese is pre-Russell, <laughs> by the way. Okay. Go ahead. But uh, my one worry is, uh, are these ladies winning a lot of challenges? But I'll finish off... Uh, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> I had the phrasing ready to go. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to... I'm actually going to dip back uh, in the past for this one. And I'm going to bring back uh, Nalia from uh, Marquesa. Okay. Now, there you go. You're throwing it back there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say right now, Marquesa is probably as far back as I'm going to go with this. Because uh, the first two seasons are pretty well picked clean. And the f- third season only had three interesting people. But I think Nalia was... Fairly interesting, uh, and I also think she got a bit of a raw deal, in as much as any you know person can get a raw deal that loses in second <laughs> place. But because ultimately the jury doesn't choose you, the jury doesn't choose you. But the jury was kind of mean about it in a way. It's like, yeah, how dare you not be satisfied with sixth place? Uh, you pretended to be nice, and I don't think she was anything but nice. She just decided to make a move for herself. I'm interested in what, you know, 30-some-odd Nalia is like. I think she's probably got a lot of kids, so she probably would enjoy this 39-day vacation. All right. I appreciate the throwback. So I think I'm going to do my throwback picks here. And, hey, since you just threw us into Marquesas, I'm going to stick around there. I'm going to take Gina Cruz from that same season. You know why, Andy? Because this my my tribe needs a cougar. And Gina Cruz is that cougar. Actually, she might not be alone because I get another pick. And I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another older lady again from a, from a nice throwback season. I'll go Cook Islands and I'll take Sundra. Uh, so you might need to remind people who just who Sundra is. Uh, and I'd be glad to remind them who both of these ladies are. Gina, uh, was actually one of the earliest people to be, uh, uh, I was going to say screwed by Boston Rob, and then I thought, nope, got to be a better way to say that. Um, she basically got turned on by Boston Rob. She and Hunter were in what seemed like a dominant alliance, and then Rob flipped it on him and took both of them out before the merge, and she was, at the time, my biggest survivor crush, if you will, uh, and then Sundra was part of Yule's alliance in Cook Islands, and she went very deep into the game and is, as you will see when you're making this post, quite an attractive lady. And if I have to take the older lady crowd, I get a nice mixture here of good at the game, good looking, still physical and athletic. Uh, one thing that I could totally just throw your whole I'm going to have pretty pictures uh, to win the challenge is uh, maybe I don't choose the most uh, flattering photos for all these And people. yet you forget that I can edit posts as well. <laughs> Come alive before you have a chance. Once it's on the web, you can't take <laughs> it back. All right. Uh, so looking at my uh, tribe so far, a uh, couple things stand out. One, it's an amazing tribe, and I'm, everybody's going to agree with me. Two... You're right. There's some recency bias, and I'm okay with that. I think there will be that in the actual season, because the recent seasons are the ones that haven't been picked clean by previous returnees. So I think it, I'm okay with like a 70-30 balance of more recent to Yeah, old. sure. I just need a few people. I just need them to reach back a few times yeah. to prove that you know, it has some institutional memory. Right. But I don't need like the sixth best person in Borneo no. to show up. But another thing that's standing out is... um. 
there is not a whole lot of melatonin uh what I've got going on That's here. That's why I'm on the podcast, Mandy. I take care of that with my tribe. And I will say, you already have uh you know, two African American men, so you've overshot the 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 survivor quota that they seem to hold to. But you know what? We need to do more than tokenism. On our you know, our, our podcast and our complete fantasy casting, we can do better. And I'm going to correct that. And I'm going to bring back Jeremy from last season. Oh, why? There were better African-American male picks than Jeremy. Yeah, their names were Bob Dog. You know what? Uh, well, you know what? We'll get to our uh, alternates once we're done here. Because I, I have some that I think would have been... I'm mildly interested in seeing back. I don't know how hard I would have fought for them to come back. But uh, if if you had thrown them out there, I'd be like, oh, that, that's interesting. No, look, beyond Jeremy, this isn't just tokenism. I think he had more to offer than he was able to give last season because the people last season sucked. I think he is a multiple-tool player to use baseball parlance. Phrasing. Uh, but his difficulty was he was up against multiple uh-huh. tools. I want to see what Jeremy can do uh, when paired with and competing against actual Survivor players because, you know, he is a... Well, a fairly bright guy. He is a you know a great athlete. He is a super survivor fan. All of those things worked against him uh, fairly frequently in uh, what was an awful season. I think this will be an awesome season. I want to see. So what here's my argument against that. You're you're basically making the same argument that the bring back Troy Zan crowd is making, which is that oh he was on a terrible season. We should bring him back. Well, no, uh, let's. Let's not give him too much credit because he was on a terrible season. He could have, you know, redeemed that terrible season in some way. Admittedly, he got voted out, but he certainly had enough airtime that he could have helped redeem that terrible season. I would say Jeremy was much better <laughs> than Troyzan. I think Jeremy was fairly entertaining throughout. Uh, it's just why he probably got way more of the edit than, you know, uh, the second boot after the merge would suggest, so... Uh, I'm I'm ready to see some more Jeremy in this type of scenario. So I will give you that he is better than Troy Zan at least, but that's a very low bar. All right, so then I I probably need an older guy, and all right, I'm looking at two guy two two here. Marty Piombo seems like an obvious choice uh, if you're going you know, by internet standards. I picked him for our fantasy draft of uh, white collar, but. I mean, God, we hate Nicaragua, and I'm not a big market. Yes, fan. and I would just say that if you picked a San Juan and a Nicaragua player back-to-back, I would hang up on you. Well, look, I've got Vita, Spencer, and Ian. I'm playing with house money here. <laughs> uh, but, look, there's another player, and I'll dip back a little farther in the past, that people have been wanting to come back for a while. He isn't necessarily a personal favorite of mine, but I think he could bring a needed element to this tribe of otherwise you know, awesome people, and that's Shane Powers. Shane's a good pick. I mean, I think we talked about when we were discussing how we wanted to do this, like, should we we be trying to balance our tribes in any way? And I think, you know, you have some uh, strategist types on your tribe. You theoretically have some attractive people, but not nearly as attractive as my tribe. Yeah, because I, unlike you, John, like substance. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go back and look at the people I picked. Uh, there, there certainly are some that mo- are more sizzled than substance, but I got substance in there too. I covered all the bases this time. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of substance on Morgan. <laughs> oh god, the phrasing. So, okay, Shane I'm fine with though. I mean, 
Shane probably should have come back or could have come back several times already. He's probably going to be back in this group, or at least they're going to push hard to get him back. So that wouldn't surprise me, and that's a good pick. All right, finish it off. All right, uh, so you stole my PG pick earlier. So my backup for her, hmm, I'm looking at the rest of the list now, making sure, because you know that uh, diversity and balance is very important to me. Yeah, it looks like I'm safe to do this. So uh, my backup for PG was Michelle Yee from Fiji. And I'm going to end the draft with Michelle Yee. She was most famous for, at least with me, for falling off the podium in a challenge in Fiji in an adorable fashion and then laughing about it and jumping right back up and for getting completely screwed with one of the most ridiculous post-merge team immunity challenge things that I've ever seen. Yeah, I actually drafted her as a no-caller for our fantasy draft there, so I would like to see her back. I do wonder if... Again, who's the star of your uh, team here, John? Uh, I guess it would be Savage, huh? Well, yeah, Savage is the the money. He's the name. But, again, there's a lot of appeal to my team that doesn't necessarily revolve around the name. So, so yeah, as we said, um, on our on our blog we'll have a post, not just the post with this podcast, but detailing each team. And uh, we invite you to vote. Which team do you like better, Team Andy or Team John? Yes. And uh, I want to just go ahead right away and thank you for your vote. Um, <laughs> I didn't need I didn't need John to make it as easy as it was, but I appreciate it. Yes. Are, oh, are you specifically addressing the blind community right now? Is that what you're doing? Yes, you're right. Because nobody will like looking at the hags at our Aaron PG Vetus Jeremy. I'm just saying, vote eye candy. You've people. got a whole lot of who's that again? Like if I if I didn't put pictures next to yours, people would just have to like go to the Survivor Wiki to fill out your. Listen, if there's one thing I know, it's pandering, and I am pandering to you people. Vote for my team. Who else? Did you, who is your toughest leave off? Yeah, let, let's get some alternates here because uh, do you want to go back and forth on the alternates? Well, uh, one alternate I want to put in right now is I wanted somebody I wanted to cast but doesn't quite yet meet the criteria was uh, Jen Brown from this season. <laughs> well, okay, and so we should clarify, if Shireen is eligible for this, I will kick off any of the women on my team. I will kick off all of the women on my team. Uh, same for Max. If Max is eligible, I'll boot a guy and put Max in there. I don't care. Well, Max is eligible. You no, can no, no, put no, Max no. right now. I'll let you redo it. I was never going to draft that guy because... No, I was operating under the assumption that season 30s were not available for this, so... That's why Max is not on my list. I never said that. I, uh, they, um, he is clearly, um, has not come back and is not winning. Survivor. I believe. I would even let you put Shireen on right now because I've already said she has a 0% chance of winning. Uh, the reason why I can't put Jen on is she might not make the qualifications of never having won. <laughs> um, I believe Redmond had hinted at the fact that season 30 people would not be eligible or if they were, it would only be a certain group of them? I don't know. Regardless, so I just hedge my bets and... Yeah, it'll depend on when voting yes, starts. I did not put any season 30 people in it because Lord knows the first two picks in my draft would have been Shireen and Max and I would have just declared myself the victor right then. So uh, beyond like who we almost picked, uh, I think America wants to know, uh, what happened to Courtney Moon, man? You know what? You can only slot her into so many of these fan casts. 
basically, if you had snaked my picks, I was going to be like, well, you know what? Out of spite, Courtney Moon's on my season again because you can't veto it this time. Um, I also had actually one that I was fairly convinced that you might take. If you had taken Morgan, though, I was going to take Christina Cha, and I thought it was possible you would take her. And, of course, I did want Taj for my season because I would never turn down an opportunity to get Taj back. And I even thought about, but it sort of went against the aesthetic appeal of my tribe. I thought about bringing Gandia back from Thailand because she really? got she got screwed in very, very different ways than some other people. I mean, getting voted out after having some inappropriate physical contact headed your way, that's pretty dick. And I would have maybe thrown her the, the second chance. Yeah, I don't think the show would ever want to remind people. Of that. No, they would not. But I mean, just out of you know respect for the fact that she had to endure that on national TV with a much larger audience watching at the time, and then it was it was like a blame the victim scenario. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. I would give Gandhi a second chance. I would not be surprised if Gandhi has not watched a minute of Survivor since uh, she left the island. Forget the fact that when she was on it. Uh so I think the biggest shock for people listening is, uh, where's Stephen Fishback? I was leaving him off my list, figuring, like, well, you'll take him. And uh, I, again, was going for a certain aesthetic with my team, and he didn't quite fit it. Yeah, uh, once I had built Spencer, I couldn't also have Stephen Fishback. Yeah, you'd yeah, be sort of, like, redundant there to do that. Yeah, and also, uh, like, my number two pick was Hayden. But again, it was Hayden or Vetus. Uh, I, I grabbed Vetus, so... And then for an older pick that I was looking at, uh, I, I thought about bringing back John Carroll from Marquesa. He was my Savage alternate. If you had taken Savage, I was going to bring back John Carroll. Yeah. And, and then uh, somebody I'd like to bring back, but uh, he's not coming back, so it's kind of one of those gray areas, is uh, Rafe from Guatemala. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, my deep pull, which would be roughly the same as Rafe, mine's a little deeper, uh, but I had already picked the Marquesas person, Sean Rector. I would have pulled back. Yeah, I, I considered him as well, but again, I, I'm I'm not as confident that uh, people remember as many obscure people. They'll remember Jeremy, so I'm okay with Jeremy there. Well, that's why he was, you know, on the replacement level list and not mm. in the prime time slot. And actually, just as a funny thing, I thought about bringing Anthony from Fiji back because there's been such like a a nerd quota lately in Survivor that I kind of feel like. You know what? Let's diversify the nerd quota and bring back Anthony, you know, to fill the basically the Cochran, the Spencer, the Max role. And it'd be nice to see Anthony back in a, in a tribe of non-horrible people. I really considered, uh, and I think uh, this might have lost me the vote or whatever, but I, I actually considered Lisa Welchel. I, oh I, God! <laughs> but I didn't, especially since I once I had Trish, I, I wasn't gonna double down there. But um. Not that Trish and Lisa are necessarily the same player, but, you know, they filled the older lady demographic. I just thought her her story was kind of interesting. Uh, that, yeah, she did the things. She voted people out. She, you know, did a few backstabs that you wouldn't expect from her type, but she just wasn't able to handle it emotionally. Maybe she would have been better at it this time. Or, you know, maybe she could have helped... I don't know, Spencer win if she's the Don, you know, at this season and he's the Cochran. But uh, she was on my list. I knew you were. She was never going to be on your list. No. But it, yeah. Had you grabbed Trish, I might have brought in Lisa. And another name I I considered, uh, and I probably 
unconsidered once you went off the board with Pete Bro was uh, Abby Maria. Okay, so Abby Maria was one of my backups as well. And then basically, again, because I was thinking I'm going to pander to our crowd here, or not to our crowd so much as to the baser instincts of our crowd, uh, just to some backups, I had Matt Quinlan from One World, Jay Byers from One World, had Sydney Wheeler from Token Teens. I was really loading up on the appearance in this crew. So, unlike you, I actually don't think that little of the people who follow us. So, you know, when you're voting, everyone, just think. John thinks you're just slobbering morons. I think you are fans of Survivor. Choose wisely. I think you're the type of people who would not ridiculously cover your eyes as an attractive person is standing next to you nearly nude. And you would, you know, maybe vote for the aesthetic appeal crowd. That also, I might add, has some gameplay sense and some smarts. Yeah, I mean, Morgan was pretty on her game. I'll give you that. Yes, it it just, you know, she had a certain game that was not maybe the best game to win Survivor with. That's right. And that's why there's such a crossover between our audience and the Bachelor Pad audience. Listen, you're going to put that Morgan picture on the post, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to vote for John's team. Team Andy all the way. All right, so uh, beyond that, who do you think they should consider bringing back? Uh, Leave comments on the post at purplerockpodcast.wordpress.com. You can send us an email at purplerockpodcast at gmail.com. Or send us a tweet, uh, Purple Rock Pod. Yes, at Purple Rock Pod, and be sure to follow the format. I can't believe you didn't include blank. That's right. And then just insert whatever name. I can't believe you didn't include Marty. That way we'll know who to block. No, no. <laughs> well, you think Marty's a, a listener of this podcast? No, no, I mean Marty. Marty fans. Of course, of course Marty's a listener of this podcast. I was going to say, so you're saying Marty's fans. So you're saying Marty's a listener of this podcast and he's going to tweet at us? If you've learned one thing over the past year is that there is a bizarre subculture of Survivor Nicaragua fans. I can't explain it, but hey. Some people are just wrong, Andy. It happens. It happens. All right. Anything else? Nah, let's wrap this thing up. Hit the theme music. That's what it's like when a woman wants a baby.